Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, November 4th, and this is episode 27 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. This week is a little bit unusual because... It was very epic fail in multiple ways, one of which is we started recording in Skype and had a lot of trouble. I had a lot of trouble with uh, people dropping in and out of the call and showing up that they were uh, having issues with the call and things of that nature. And even though the recording software said we were recording, uh, when I went to listen, half of it was gone. So unfortunately, some really great uh, footage of all of us Doing the first half of the episode is now gone, and that is my epic fail, one of many that happens in this episode. Um, and Tinzin is here with me to give you a sum up of the first half of the episode that you will not get to hear. Um, in the last episode, the party had come through a hallway, being chased by zombies in various shadows, come to a doorway, and run through it really quickly into a room that was full of a mob of zombies. And Zenatari, with Bert flying in a circle around her head, decided to step out into the center of the mob in a bold move to try to disintegrate as many of them with her light as possible, and also to uh, to kind of make something happen. So that is where we left off in the last episode. Tinzian, can you catch us up on some of the bits we missed at the beginning of episode 27? Well, the clarification as far as why you had gone into the middle of the herd of zombies um, with Bert Bert being the stone that you found that casts uh, light and had a uh, saying to it um, when it was found was that it would basically protect uh, its light would, you know, defend against shadows. And there's been this case where there's been these instances where uh, shadow type creatures have attempted to attack the party only to be uh, destroyed or repelled or dismissed by um, this energy. Uh, this light coming from the stone, which uh, Xanatari is affectionately called Bert. This goes along with, um, in an unrelated note, to the goblin lackey being called Steve. The- Xanatari thought that uh, the zombies would also be affected by the light, but... Um, this was not the case. So they attempted to grapple with her and try to get her uh, in, push her down into the stairway um, through the door on the western side of the room. And a melee combat broke out after the party of Darrow, Thorn, um, Cesar, and... Bosk realized that Xanatari taking the light out into the zombie uh, herd pretty much put them in the dark and left them open to uh, attacks from shadow creatures. They were able to get some torches up, some sun rods up, but it was unclear if this would help uh, save them from shadows from attacking the party that wasn't in the light. Xanatari's first roll was uh, against Undead, and I managed to do about 21 points of damage to a beefier member of the Undead that was coming toward me. Uh, after that, I believe Opie Bosk moved into the fight and began to also 
uh, do some damage. He cast an aura of some sort that was a bonus to the party and began to attack some of the lesser zombies. Then Thorn stepped in, uh, at the same time as Thorn was getting ready to move into the center of the party, Daros was closing the door behind him to prevent any of the mm-hmm. hallway zombies from entering and barring it before he moved into combat. When Thorn um, launched his attack, he set off this uh, super, basically his daily attack of the day, uh, a super powerful attack, and he rolled a natural one. It was a choice between, I believe, um, Daros and Bosk at that point in time as to who would uh, take the critical. And I had them pick heads or tails, and then I had Cesar uh, roll to determine who was heads, who was tails. Bosk wound up losing and taking a massive amount of damage, being shocked out of his aura that he was maintaining, and uh, pretty much penalized the party heavily because um, there were penalties uh, associated with the attack power on any related or friendly, quote-unquote, um, targets to the supposed to be enemy target, but in this case it was the party. I believe he was dazed and he decided to sit down and, and we were joking that the McRib had come into town. Yes. He, he sat and ate the McRib for the next, you know, 15 minutes or so yes. and was pretty much effectively out of combat at that point. He was. I, I think he, I think he tried, tried taking something, but, uh, pretty much he just sort of, as you said, sat it out. Uh, Darrow sat out the first round of combat because he was, as you mentioned earlier, he was trying to close and secure the door from the zombies that were, uh, coming down the hallway behind the party. Cesar, uh, stepped up to the plates and he too also rolled a critical fail. And this time it landed on to Daros. Daros took a good amount of damage, but, um, both Bosk and, uh, Daros were uh, able to get their hit points back due to healing surge triggers by Xanatari and Cesar. Um, Cesar through his potions and Xanatari through her clerical abilities. So pretty much the opening fight um, against a classic group of zombies. I believe there was nine of them. Um, some beefy, some minor. Whether this had any distinction or not uh, for this portion of the podcast remains unclear. But uh, most veteran D&D players are used to zombies and skeletons being, you know, uh, you know, pff, why did we bother? But the, the party was actually able to take out the, this round of this series of combat and, and really make it into something um, both special, well, special for me because I got to come up with a whole bunch of criticals, um, but at the same time really bring the party into a operational ability to deal with even larger scale uh, creatures. These were pretty beefy zombies, I felt, with over 24 hit points on they the were. larger ones. And, and I was quite surprised. Uh, as an Atari, I assumed that they would be a little bit of the knockdown, takeout, you know, mm-hmm. one shot deals, which is one of the reasons that Zanatari walked into the middle of that room in the first place, figuring yeah. that she could handle it. But they they were a bit tougher than uh, expected. 
Well, in in a lot of cases, you don't you can't necessarily tell who's going to be the minions in a group, or if there even are minions. But uh, I like to play sort of ex- experiences a lot. Um, some of these characters haven't necessarily seen or interacted with zombies before in terms of fighting, so uh, there's can be some introduction of some interesting stuff there. And also, the party... Most people that have been following this podcast know that I'm running a heavily edited house rule uh, version um, that is loosely based on the Keep of the Shadowfell. That's where the story comes around, but is largely... Uh, comes out of my head for what the scenes are happening and and so forth. So as far as the official book goes, where the party is, they actually at level four right now out-level this area and the encounter. So in order to bring it to uh, a point of challenge to the party, I needed to up the um, monster's abilities somewhat. They were still something that could present a problem to the party, but it was not something that the party should have been overwhelmed by. However, with all these criticals, there was a couple points where Bosca, I believe, went bloodied after that uh, first critical. He was bloodied, yes. He, he got he got basically every one of Thorne's rogue uh, cascading powers, three right. or four together, and, and lost, I believe, over 25 to 30 hit points. He, he was quite injured by the time that that concluded yeah i think he was brought down to like 26 hit points and he's bloodied at 27 okay combat pretty much continued from that point daros of course stepped in and uh, was able to unleash a torrent of rogue abilities thankfully uh upon um the herd the herd of zombies and was able to do some damage there's a lot of banter and a lot of one-liners and some quips and stuff that was missed and is now gone into the uh, into the ether uh, that sort of takes this out into a period of about half an hour or so. But I, I really think we probably captured Xanatari's portion. Yes. Unfortunately, um, there was some very good role-play, and the party was quite shocked and uh, very surprised to see Xanatari run out in the center of the room, and they had some very good reactive... Uh, role play to that and so I guess everyone will just assume and I'll have to say to the party who's listening hopefully uh, I'm very sorry that we lost that because it was some good podcasting and and I wish I had figured uh, out that this was critically failing <laughs> as you know, recorded. Every, everybody was definitely coming in you know more and more into their own Cesar continues to play uh, his character extremely well with his character um history and portfolio making its appearances. Thorne was uh, quintessentially himself as, as Daniel has fleshed out his character. And Xanatari showed basically that she can be extremely impatient with the slow-moving party. <laughs> so she actually acted in form for herself by charging into the Horde. Um, I, I think overall there wasn't any bad moves. There was a lot of bad roles. But so far, nobody has thrown up their hands in frustration. Inside, they sort of take the criticals and roll with it. And I I think this party, over the course of the series and weeks, um, which, by the way, although it's been uh, many, many number of weeks that this party has been acting uh, on this adventure, 
overall, it's really between the farmhouse and visiting the town and this dungeon has only been about four, maybe five, uh, six days tops in time. So this party is becoming rather cohesive under fire quickly. In terms of dungeon time, I think they've only been down here roughly about two days. So the characters have been coming to life more and more each week, but the party is definitely showing a lot of good qualities for the amount of time that, that in character, quote unquote, uh, air quotes there. Um, At the point where we're getting ready to resume, Xanatari is being pushed uh, closer and closer towards the door by the horde of zombies, and we're going to back up a little bit in our recording and begin at the point where Thorn is about to roll his first critical fail against Opie. So we get to hear a little bit of that, and uh, let's step in and begin the recorded podcast. The party's been pushed to within the three squares that Santari has uh, said her power will do. Uh, leaving everyone within the uh, range of Bert's light, which has not um, increased at this point. Okay. So everyone is now within uh, uh, melee range of the herd. Did the I get part. the door shut? Yes, you did. Xanatari yeah. <laughs> says, sorry, Cesar, I know you hate it when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ranged, ranged! <laughs> um... Darrow, since you spent your entire action doing that, I'm going to say that you also managed to uh, brace the door a bit versus just closing it. Sweet! Thanks, man! Alright, I believe it is Thorn's turn. My turn. Okay. Um, So, I'm going to shift back a square so I can fire my bow, if possible, or shift away so I can fire my bow. Um, and then I'm going to load Steve into a catapult and fire him at them while he's screaming his <laughs> little goblin. No, um, what am I going to do? Steve built a trebuchet. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to use a spell of... An attack. I'm going to do A weapon. Something. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to use my encounter power flickering arrow. So, it's plus... Flickering booger? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. That's what Cesar throws at him. Something else. Sorry, (laughs) flicker. Natural one. Oh! Dun-dun-dun! Goes the dynamite. And what, and what is what does this wonderful encounter power do? This this wonderful <laughs> encounter power um, allows me to do one d ten plus one d six plus five damage. Um, so it was a big spell, but it's okay. I can. Um, it also uh, it made the target. Unable to benefit from cover, concealment, or total concealment, concealment i.e. darkness. Um, and enemies take a minus two penalty to attack rolls within two squares of the target. Um, but yeah, that that didn't happen, so... Um, <laughs> I don't think it works like that. I wish it did. Yeah. No, I, uh, if, if I could flicker, like, 
a backfire. That'd be cool, I guess. Hint. Yeah. <laughs> Great, you've got him happy. <laughs> okay, Daros and Bosk. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Heads or- <laughs> Bosk, heads or tails? Turn around, <laughs> grab your ankles. <laughs> tails. Okay. Uh, Cesar, uh, roll, yeah. flip, flip, flip a coin or something, and heads or tails. Okay. Um, I'll roll a d4. Evens, heads, t- odds, tails. Odds, tails. Okay. Uh, Bosk? Yes. You are suddenly <laughs> inflicted with a, uh, with <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, a case, a case of uh, herpes, flickering. <laughs> he was. <laughs> it was a mighty blow. You flickering put yourself arrow. on your sword and have to take <laughs> antibiotics. Okay. Um, Thorn, roll, roll, roll for damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So hold on. Wait, what was he really wondering? inflicted with? Do we hear? The, the flickering arrow spell. Oh. Oh, flickering boogers. Okay, so there's four plus nine. That makes it nine. Plus five is 14 damage. Okay. Bosk, you have taken uh, 28 damage. <laughs> Holy crap! Jeez. We are in a pickle. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, that's. Are you bloodied? Almost. <laughs> I think so. I'd just like to point out that it wasn't my enemies who did that. <laughs> it wasn't what? my fault. I, let no, but you, I shot you, Thorn in one of the <laughs> earlier episodes, and it did not do anything near this bad. Okay? Just a heads up. <laughs> well. Let's 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 look at it this way. You forced us into this situation. I wouldn't have shot Bosk if you didn't just run off willy nilly to attack zombie. I was upset by this situation, so I shot Bosk. Is that your your, yeah, your defense? Bosk is, blo- Bosk is bloodied at twenty seven. I have twenty six hit points. Okay. And uh, what what are the penalties that Bosk is now suffering under as part of the spell? Uh. Son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 Wow, I'd be a team player. Yeah, there's uh, there's no penalties at all. Um, Yeah. Um, No, uh, enemies take a minus two penalty to attack rolls while within two squares of the target. Okay. So, um, just... Daros, just realize that with the amount of damage that you do, if yeah. you ever did something like that, the critical level would probably wipe out the sun. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I've hit for 30-something before, so yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, out of curiosity, do I also add my other blood, blood bond effect? Mm. <laughs> Which enemies take the penalty Boss while within first. a number of two squares of the target equal to plus two, uh, two plus my dex modifier. nap time. So instead, of, <laughs> so instead of two squares, it makes it five squares. 
Okay. I'm just going to lay here for a minute or two. <laughs> <laughs> Remember so, that sh- thing you cast that required you to be conscious at the beginning? <laughs> that thing's going to leave soon. I regret mm. nothing. He just needs a hearty breakfast. That's all Boss needs. Uh, <laughs> boss, for the rest of this round, you're going to be shocked out of the um, <laughs> defense. Okay. defensive aura. Uh, you can do that at will the next time and bring that back up. And so forth. Okay, so with a mighty pull of the bow, uh, devastation is inflicted into the mass. However, this particular mass, instead of being the mass of zombies, is the mass of I have a question. Bosk is the largest target ever, (laughs) and you shot him. (laughs) It's pretty impressive, Thorn. Give me that. <laughs> he was like, "You did not protect me last encounter. Payback." <laughs> All right, I believe this goes to Caesar. All right. Um. So, how many zombies we got around us right now? Thirty-five. Okay, thirty-five. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know a lot though. <laughs> there are seven remaining. Okay. Um. Do I and, need maybe, and maybe boss gift. This keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> Seven remaining. Um, do any look particularly beefy? There, there are uh, at least three that you can see that you know are a little meatier. Okay. Um, I will back up a little bit if I can. Sort of shift back to get to the point where I'm not in melee range, if that's possible. Okay, uh, so you're going to go right to the edge of the light then? Yeah, as long as I can stay in the light. Okay. And then I'm going to use my daily power. Uh, it's called Life Tapping Darts. Uh, it uh, deals uh, more damage, and it's just, just one creature. And then uh, an ally within ten squares of me gains ten temporary hit points. Okay. So Cesar slams a, a special cartridge into his repeating crossbow. Uh, uh, it, uh, and then I'll roll the attack, I guess. That would be a natural one. Daros goes stealth and goes to the nearest McDonald's. Just, just, <laughs> he's done. He just leaves. He's like, screw this. I was doing so good on my own. <laughs> the McRib is in town. He's got to go. McRib is back. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> a boss could use a couple of McRibs if you're going. Daros <laughs> takes 10 points of McRib damage. I could use one. Uh, boss could use one of those uh, LeBron James energy strips right now. Just go ahead and put it on my tongue for me, please. <laughs> Daros or uh, Thorn? Heads or tails? Okay, let me... Do I just pick one? Yep. Uh, Tails. Heads. Um, Bosk? Flip flip a coin and say which it is. How do we know he's not lying? How how do we know he's just got to... No. Okay. Okay. Who called Bane? Tails? I called Tails. Daros okay. did. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now, Daros and Bosk. Okay, let's see. Fire head. 
D10, 5 high. Okay, uh, Daros, you are hit with this uh, attack. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, <laughs> what happened? Did I just join the St. Mary's School for the Blind group or something? Mm. We're all getting How, shot. And <laughs> one one of the 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 zombie that was uh, damaged by Steve uh, appears to be somewhat stronger following the mm-hmm. attack. Is there a damage component to this uh, spell? Yep, it's the most damage Cesar can deal. Want me to roll it? Oh, yes. good. It's not a striker, so it's all right. It's two d ten plus four. So let's see. First d ten, rolled a two. That's not bad. The second one rolled a one. All right, yes. so seven, seven damage. That puts me at thirty. Fourteen damage to okay. Darrow. Then twenty-two. So twenty-seven. 26, 25, 24, 23. I'm at 23. I'm not bloodied. <laughs> oh, we're not even hitting any zombies. We're just shooting each, each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> you're already just going for the brain going, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of ammo. You're going to go down. I'm going to get the baseball bat. <laughs> we just all got flustered when Xanatari <laughs> ran off from us. Just completely threw us out of sorts. It is, it is, it is a team-building exercise. <laughs> well, that uh, that certainly evokes another "oh shit" from Caesar. <laughs> uh, also from Darius, strange enough. <laughs> and to to sort of make up for it, he whips out uh, one of his goopy balls and uh, <laughs> and uh, hucks it at at uh, at boss. So he gains uh, healing surge plus two HP. There you go, boss. What's your surge value? The surge value is healing surge value is 13. There you go. You gained 15. So you got 15 back. 15 back. Rocking and rolling. There was one McRib down. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Daros shall attempt to commit seppuku with another roll of one. Oh, God. All right. So Daros, see that everybody's hitting each other, just leaves. And just goes adventuring on his own. Game over. (laughs) (laughs) he will move into position on the zombies hoping to hit one and not his friends what you think is a zombie right he's an ambush trick uh you move up to your speed until the end of your turn you gain combat advantage against enemies that are within five squares of you when you attack and then have none of their allies adjacent to them so i will attack an ally or an enemy that does not have uh, an ally near it you'll attack an ally so I will be using a basic melee okay. against this target. Oh god. <laughs> Twelve. Fourteen. Seventeen. Yes. Or eighteen. Okay, so I Alright, hitting, he will do damage and use sneak attack, so he gets two D eights along with his regular damage. Okay. So, let's pull a couple of bad bows out there and that bad bow right there. Do a little rolly roll. That'd be 17, 18. I do 18 damage. Okay. Uh, which, uh, doing damage to this target, I activate backstab, which is a free action. 
just making an attack roll against an enemy within five scores of you using a basic attack with a weapon the enemy must be granting combat advantage to you you gain a three power bonus to your attack roll and the enemy takes 1d6 extra damage if the attack hits so let me roll again to hit yeah it's nine plus twelve uh twenty one twenty two twenty three okay so damage another two Okay. Uh, the zombie that was uh, hit by Steve is now uh, on the floor. So it's dead? Yep. Well, well again. it was. Oh, well, yeah, it's dead again. Okay. <laughs> was that a big one or a little one? Yeah, this was a little one. And okay. just to let everybody know, due to the fact that a creature was reduced to zero on my next attack on a creature, I, I uh, start... Dark Reaping? What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be able to attack it with Dark Reaping in a 1d8 plus con modifier for damage. <laughs> 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 so the next sucker's about to get blowed up too. Boom! <laughs> and, and, and he will be here all week. Try the prime rib that has just been carved out of a party member. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's see. Next round. The uh, herd is still attempting to move and push. Uh, how many do we have left? Seven or six now? Uh, six now. Six now, okay is attempting to grapple with Xanatari. You said your AC is a 21, correct? Xanatari? Okay, that is a miss. A miss. One hit. And it is a grapple, so it's attempting to uh, pull you back mm-hmm. further towards the, the doorway. And that does five damage towards you. Mm-hmm. However, uh, what is the duration on Cesar the uh, chilling? Uh, that effect? ran out at the end of my last turn. Okay. Okay, so Xantari has five, and you are moved a square towards the door. And then the last attack against you is a miss. Okay, uh, Xanatari, you okay. are a go. Xanatari, filled with wrath by the fact that she's getting squeezed and these guys are not going down very quickly, um, glows with divine power and uses my lesser aspect of wrath daily. So let me roll for that first. 28. Yes, you hit. Okay. <clears throat> and I will gain 10 temporary hit points until the end of the encounter. I will gain a plus one power bonus to my attack rolls, and any enemy that ends its turn adjacent to me will take radiant damage of plus two. Okay. Roll for damage. 11 damage. Okay. Uh, one of the ones that is around you drops. And the other should get a plus two to whatever they currently have. Okay, very good. Not another small one? Yes. Okay, I'd also like to do a minor if I can. 
Uh, I will cast Healing Word on, uh, I believe Daros is, Opie just got a Surge, is that correct? Or Bosk just got healed? Yes. Okay, I will cast this on Daros then. Uh, It will allow you to spend a Healing Surge and regain a 1d6 additional hit points. Ooh, okay, do I get to roll the d6? Oh, you roll, okay. Four. All right, so I get... 9 plus 4, 13 back. So 33, 36. So I'm one point down from being fully healed. There you go. Woohoo! You also get a plus 2 power bonus the next damage roll you do. Alright, plus 2 power. Oh man, I'm going to kill something. <laughs> Dark reaping bonus. That's right. Mess something up. <laughs> Very good. Uh, let's see. Thorn. Yes. All right. your... My turn. So I'm going to aim at Xanatari this time. <laughs> in hopes that I'll actually miss and I'll hit a zombie. No, no, I'm gonna hit I'm going to aim at one of the zombies that's or oh, the zombie that is grappling Xanatari. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use Biting Swarm. We all know okay. what that does. Swarms and bites. No. Okay. That's a 15 versus AC. Uh, yes. It hits. Interesting. Alright. D10. That one there. (coughs) Christ. Um, six damage. Um, is it adjacent to any other creature? Yes, it is. Okay, never mind then. Alright, so it um, it takes six damage, and it has a minus two penalty to attack next turn. Okay, very good. Okay. Uh, Cesar? Yes, sir. Um, so, let's see. Why not throw an aggravating force at... Uh, we still have one or two weak ones left, right? Yes. Okay. I'll throw an aggravating force at one of them. Okay. Uh, it's just one of my standard ones. It deals force damage. Um, and uh, I give an ally uh, a power a power bonus to their next attack roll if I hit. Okay. That's a uh, 22 versus AC. Hit. For max damage of 14 force damage. Excellent. Uh, that one drops. Okay. And uh, I'll give whoever's next the plus two power bonus to the attack roll. That will be Daros. Okay. There you go, Daros. Awesome. All right, so this plus four power bonus I'm going to be hitting with on damage. Uh-oh. All right. Gonna bring a thunder. That's right. Uh, my turn? Yes. Again, well, this time I'm going to use acrobatics trick to move into position. You move up to two, your speed minus two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, during this move, you have a climb speed equal to negative two and move speed event negative two. You also gain a plus two power bonus to your next damage roll with basic attack during this turn. So I will attack one of the zombies. Are you going for one of the beefier ones or one of the little ones? Uh, are any of them hurt at all right now? Um, they've all got some radiant damage going on them. 
I'll go for a beefy one and just use basic melee on it. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, 12, 24, 26 to hit. 26? To hit, yeah. Yep, yes, you hit. Okay. Uh, so I do the 6, so 4, 11, 13, 15, 17. Okay. And then Dark Reaping, use it upon it. Uh, it's 1d8 plus my con modifier, which I don't have one. Mm -hmm. So it is just four more damage it takes. Don't forget your plus four as well. I, already, I did that. I already added those. Oh, good. To the regular damage. Well, yeah. with, the, uh, with the other damage that uh, these have suffered, uh, one of the big ones drops. Sweet. Ooh, good. Sweet. And this brings us to Bosk. Am I up and coherent? Yep. Yeah. You you can renew <laughs> you can renew your uh defensive aura and Woo. So I've got forty one hit points thanks to the healing surge boss has uh throws away, wipes his mouth with a napkin, throws away the uh McDonald's bag with the extra wrapper. <laughs> and proceeds to go to work. I'm gonna grip my mace and move to the closest one. I'm pretty much we're pretty much engulfed now, right? I mean we can see several, or how many's left? Uh, is the one engulfed, but there are uh, two big ones at this point, I believe. I'll engage the closest big one. Do I have to move to it? Uh, no, you, you're you pretty much right up on top of it. Okay, so. great. Alrighty, rolling for attack. Uh, 15. Okay, you hit. Okay, plus 4. 7 plus 4, 11. 11 points of damage. Yep. Okay. Your uh, maze connects, and mm, it is nice. followed moments later by a, another solid thwacking sound as uh, Steve misses your leg and uh, manages to <laughs> connect with the leg of the zombie. <laughs> He's like your little buddy. He's yep. supposed to be just like you. He's just charging yeah. him right after you. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers, and also the Geek Bits Podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. Join us for our worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.